All right. We are live from Hurricane Utah doing a little special bonus episode here. Um, it's your host, as usual, Cohen, here for Southern Taste Buds. And we've got a very special guest, my brother. And would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, my name is Cohen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've uh, Cohen 1, technically, and I'm Cohen 2. I'm, I'm glad that you included that in. I would have been offended if you said otherwise. Yeah, uh, well, you know. That's how the um, the timetable worked. So uh, I can't deny facts. But uh, we're here. <laughs> yeah, facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah, exactly. So, someone said that once. Someone said that once, and I've held it over your head your entire life. <laughs> All right. So uh, we're just kind of roll into this. Uh, we're, we've got um, a multitude of beers, I think four different beers uh, to review today. And we're just gonna, you know, work through those, give those a taste, and yeah, you know, all local to Utah. Yeah, all local to Utah. So, um, if you ever find yourself in Utah, go out and find you some of these beers. If we enjoy them, if we think they suck, we'll let you know and steer clear from them. But yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to find any of these beers anywhere close to Tennessee or Mississippi. So. Yeah, no, we. And, buying these like there was a bunch from salt lake city but there was a bunch that well i don't i don't actually don't even know if it's closer to where we're at but i was just like it was like salt lake salt lake salt lake this is a utah town i don't know where it's at yeah let's get that one instead of like salt lake city yeah because we're like four hours from yeah. salt lake city yeah, i think probably, three or four yeah, four hours uh i have no idea i was just mom nodded so um i agree with her uh, but yeah, if you do any, find any of these beers in Tennessee or Mississippi, we're going to take full credit for that. So, given that we have such a large audience, yeah, exactly. All <laughs> all over they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, all of our listeners across the world. Yeah, yeah. Big. I actually, when we were shopping for these, and they said, "Oh, beer drinkers," and I mentioned, "Yeah, my brother is the host of Southern Taste Buds," and you were signing autographs for thirty minutes. Yeah, I was. Uh, it took us an hour and a half. We actually couldn't and make it to the liquor store because yeah, uh, they, they closed. closed. Yeah, it closed at seven. Yeah, it closed at time. You were really nice about it. Like they were like they were like, "No, take these beers for free. We want to see how." And you were like, "No, I'm going to pay for these. I'll pay more." Is what you said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pay double. <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, you know, just trying to trying to do the um, the Lord's work out here in Utah. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone else is. Yeah, 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 literally everyone else is trying to do the Lord's work. You're among friends out here doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, um, and apparently lots of Southern Taste Buds buddies, if you will, STBs is S- what we like to call them. STBs. STBs. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll go straight into our first beer. It is uh, from Silver Reef Brewing Company, and that's actually the glass I was drinking from at the pint glass from dinner was from Silver Reef. So this must be a fairly well-known beer around here. Um, Silver Reef Brewing Company, brewed with true grit. We like that. In the heart of St. George, Utah, which we are probably, what, 20 minutes outside of St. Yeah, George? Yeah, 20 minutes. And this is the Agua de... <laughs> okay, all right, I'll take this yeah, over. Uh, Agua del Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a really cool label. I'll be sure to take a picture of this one. 
But it's a uh, that, was a, that was a good crack. That was a good one. Did you already say it's a Mexican style lager? No, no, no. Yeah, it's a Mexican style lager. So, it's pretty good. It's a it's definitely heavier than the um, more of a full flavor profile than the Modelo. Yeah, it's a stepped up Modelo. You know what it tastes like? It uh, it tastes like you're drinking a Modelo and you're eating like tortilla chips at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you no, let no, me no, hang no, no, for a second. No, no, I, was really, I really had to think about it, but it's, it's like a, it's definitely like a corn tortilla chip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, like yeah. A oh, and actually it says sweet corn and smooth malt flavors <laughs> shine through in this refreshing and drinkable lager with just a touch of hop bitterness, which I guess you get a little bit of the hop bitterness, but... Yeah, not not too much. Look at us. I mean, I've been doing this for six episodes now, and I I didn't even read that, but I called the corn flavor. Yeah. Shout out to corn. That's actually been a we we've, we've said the word corn a lot on the pod um, because we hate Nebraska, uh, not the state, just the team. Oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, not all the listeners out in Nebraska. Yeah, no, 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 no. We do own the state of Nebraska, though. It's a whole other story. Um, yeah, we'll get into sports later, and I've got a lot to say about that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about sports. <laughs> Actually, I didn't watch, like, I tried to watch some sports while we were at uh, the resort. Um, it's not what you're thinking of when I say resort, like a like a golf clubhouse. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't even catch who won the game. But there was a game tonight, and you'll just have to find out who won. Oh, I do. I do want to do uh, whenever we get to the sports, if we if we have time, because we've got so much beer we got to go through, and you can cut all this out. Um, but I do, I do want like because I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> I would love it if you just because you can't just say what are you thinking because like over under like this and that. I have no idea. Just say like if you had to do this or that. Which one? And I'll just throw it out there. But if I end up being right, like we'll call it crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll phone in your lock. That's yeah, what we're yeah, yeah. with Hutch's dad. Oh, nice. Like he got Tony. It. Yeah, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony got his lock right. So we phoned. He phoned in. Uh, like he didn't. We didn't actually get a phone call, but he texted Hutch. He's like, he's like, hey, are y'all shooting the podcast? And we we're like, yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, this is my lock for the week. Yeah, and we we're yeah. like, all right, Tony's lock. <laughs> I, I featured it in the episode description. I was oh. like, tune, tune in for Tony's lot. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. <clears throat> uh, yeah, this is uh, this actually is probably one of the cooler beer labels I've seen. I would get that tattooed on me. Yeah, whoever, because I think we picked up a couple of uh, Silver Reef. Uh, we picked up a couple of their beers. That was one thing that initially when I first saw was the uh, was this uh, Mexican style lager when I was in the um, the grocery store. The grocery store, I saw like the six pack of it, and I was like, "Oh, that looks good." It's Saint uh, Saint George, right near us. And then I saw like a bunch of others from the same brewery, and I was like, "Oh, which one?" And then they had the make your own six pack. And that's yeah. when I. That's when you because y'all were about to check out, and I ran over and I was like. 
we should check out some of these. But this was a good, good pick for sure. It was. This is a really tasty beer. And uh, to keep the listeners in tune with our trip, uh, we are in Utah on family vacation. I'm having a blast. We went to some national parks and whatnot, but we have been drinking lots of beer. We started our trip with a 30 rack of Natty and is that a 12 or six pack of that IPA? Six pack. Six pack of IPAs that we're about to get into. You said a 30 rack of Natty. Oh yeah. Are you just just doing that because Hutch is going to give you shit? No, 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 no. I'm just like, I guess I just am having like flashbacks from college. Just like, I, I haven't bought a 30 rack of anything other than Natty. And probably my entire life. Well, you're on vacation, so you're splurging. Yes. You're stepping it up. Yeah. Tell, tell the people what you're stepping it up to. Let Hutch know what you're drinking. What I'm drinking? What you picked up a 30 rack of. Miller Lite. It's the best <laughs> damn beer in the world. Yeah, I can't disagree. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way in hell I'd drink that Bud Light bullshit. Um, they didn't have 30 racks of Bud Select, so I would have I would persuaded Gray, and he would have loved the Bud Select. Have you ever had a Bud Select? I don't think so. Cause it's good. Are they heavier? Is that what the Select is, or is it just like no, nicer? It's it's like what a Bud Light should be. It's, but is it a light beer? I think so. I mean, it's like 99 calories and like oh, okay. three and a half carbs, something like that. But it's their four. Maybe they're 4.2. I think they're 4.5%. So they're a little more than like your run-of-the-mill light beer. I think Miller Lights are 4.2. Uh, but you have to get the black can. There's a white can that's like 55 calories. Um, that's like the the Miller 64. I don't know if you're familiar with those. But that's like like some that's some beer. That's like some workout beer. Uh, okay. For like, you know. No, that's not a like, beer drinking beer. Okay, I got but the you. Bud Select is a, very much a, a beer drinking beer. And I saw on Twitter, like talking about the Cardinals and whatever else, uh, Bud Select. I guess they have their own Twitter account, and it's essentially a meme account because I guess not a ton of people drink it. Yeah. Except for the city of St. Louis, and they were just tweeting all kinds of funny stuff. So if you have some spare time, check out Bud Select's Twitter account. I will, I'll have to check that out too because I do like because I, I I hate Bud Light like we I've, we've been talking about this all week but like um, any cheap beer to me just like is a, indistinguishable um, like that's a three dollar word I'm a three dollar man <laughs> there you go I drink two dollar bush so I can drink, leave a one dollar tip man yeah <laughs> uh, the but beautiful written. <laughs> that's a, wait, wait, that's gonna be our first t-shirt <laughs> we've been talking about merch that's that's our first t-shirt all right just uh make sure i'm uh make sure i get some royalties off no, of that. no no royalties all right well thanks for having me on uh <laughs> but like any like like bush bush light miller miller high life Coors, um Coors banquet montucky which is like my ultimate fave the cold snacks. The cold snacks. PBR. Narragansett is like a little bit stretching outside of that, but like any any beer that like it's odd to see it above like four dollars outside of those Bud, are the kind of beers outside of Bud Light and like Natural Light. Like I feel like it's just like you hand me any of those, I'm fine. Natural Light, as long as it's ice cold, love it. Yeah. The second it gets below like freezing temperature. <laughs> Like of the beer, like I'm just like I don't want to finish this. Yeah. And then Bud Light, no matter how cold it is, I'm just like, 
I don't know. Well, I just can't remember it, who famously quoted it, but someone did that uh, warm beer starts fights. Like if you're at a party and the beer gets hot, you need to go home because someone's going to get mad about the beer they're drinking it's hot and then they're going to take it out on some other individual. So it's a good rule of thumb that the beer's hot, go home. That's a testosterone like fueled party right there. Yeah. Like, because I'm... Uh, well, I, I, I would actually beg to differ because if the beer's getting hot, there's not enough testosterone in the room. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. <laughs> I don't either, but it... it it made sense. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Catherine's corner over there yeah. chiming in. Same. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. No. Uh, I don't drink it fast enough. Uh, okay. Okay. Now I'm getting the picture. I like. I have a habit of like if I'm if I'm having like if I've got two days off in a row, and I go out and get like a twelve pack and I drink a little bit of it one night, like I'll just leave it on the coffee table. Like, and then the next day when I come down, like, and I'm like, oh, like, you know. You're like, shit, I left the beer out? No, no, no. I just go, I'm going to have another beer. I just crack it open. It's like room temp. Like, (sighs) keep my house 70. Like, it doesn't bother me. But, like, my roommate that I lived with would, like, we'd go go in on packs together. And he would get so pissed at me anytime I left the beer out. He was like, you got to stop doing that, man. And I was just like. It doesn't bug me, man. It's like I can drink it faster. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I just like warm. Okay, hot beer, no go. But room temperature beer, I'm fine with. There's a time and a place for sure. I feel like that says a lot more about me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was about to say for something else we want to talk about. <laughs> a beer, you know, even a half full can I find in the bathroom, man. Like it doesn't bother me. I almost did that tonight. Yeah, there was a Modelo with a lime in it, and it looked pretty delightful. There was a suspected Modelo with a lime in it. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a a clear beer with a lime. There's a beer with a lime in it. And above it just, the urinal. Above the urinal, I mind you. In Modelo, in gray. Uh, thankfully, he talked me out of it. Yeah, he, he talked me down from that that ledge. Well, yeah, you were like, you were like, oh shit. Like like a gift. Like, and I, was like, I was like, that's not a gift, man. Like, yeah, I know. I was like, you know, they've been listening. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you know what? I found God in Utah. I think yeah. I'm going to, I think, um, you know what? I was like, some STB left this year for me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Some STB left this for me. <laughs> some guy was yeah, like. I feel like if you find God in Utah. Uh, we, we'll skip religion. <laughs> if you find God because someone left a half drink and beer, I think you've got deeper issues. Yeah. If you're like, if you come back to whatever state you're from, from Utah, and you're a born again whatever, and someone goes, what changed it for you? Was it like the, the monoliths at Zion National Park? And you go, those are cool. But there was this half drank Modelo in the bathroom yeah. in the golf resort, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I knew God was real. There was this lukewarm yeah. half drank Modelo yeah. Yeah. in front of my urinal. Yeah, and um, you're gonna lose friends immediately. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna start. You're gonna it's start gonna sit, a, spending will, Friday nights at the house and just going. I guess no one's going out tonight. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna be hitting you up, man. It's gonna be a really hard trip when I make it back to the golf resort. And that Modelo is not there waiting on me. Oh, man. 
And if it is, then best believe that there's a there's a bigger yeah. Well, if, that, if it's still there, that just means they need like better people cleaning the bathrooms. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about a, a different half drink, Medela. Mm. Yeah. How how you? Ooh, boop! Almost dropped my beer. Yeah, don't do that, man. We're, we're in how are you? Uh, how are you doing in your uh, Agua del Diablo? I'm about half. I was just planning on like, because what this is like an hour, and we've got four beers. Yeah, so we're at 17 minutes. So. <laughs> oh man! All right, the Dabo. No, you don't. You don't have to chug it, Greg. The Agua del Diablo. The Agua del Diablo. I ne- see. I never was. I took Latin. Never was good at Spanish. The only thing I learned in Spanish was aquí. And it was Here. I, no, no, no. It's like in Spanish, the only word I learned was aquí. Yeah. Yeah, here. Here. Yeah, I yeah. thought you thought I... No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get, no, no, no. I worked with a Guatemalan for six months, and he tried to teach me, teach me Spanish every day, and the only thing that ever got to me was aquí. Mm. You can pick it up fast in restaurants, man. We had... We had... Uh, it's, I just... I, I worked side by side with a Guatemalan that only spoke spoke Spanish for six months, and the well, only yeah. thing he ever got to me was a key. I used Google Translate. I was like, I was like, Manuel. I was like, do we need to paint, paint the house today? And then I would press translate, and it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and and then he would grab his phone and give me some stuff, and he would give it back to me. And I was like, okay, like yes. That was when I worked in Jackson. Great guy. Whenever, like, whenever I worked in a kitchen in Chattanooga, we had uh, this dishwasher named Ramirez, uh, and I can't remember what it was like. He he would wash dishes only on the weekends because that's when we were the busiest, and he would just slam through dishes like any other dishwasher we got. Like couldn't uh, couldn't, couldn't keep up, and this guy would just slam through dishes and. like we were a brunch spot so like we would always need eggs to the line and I can't remember what it was but it was essentially like Ramirez bring eggs like in like cause he was in the back of the kitchen they, he wasn't like it wasn't a dish pit like yeah, right next to the, the line. line he's in a he's in, he's a, in a separate room, room yeah. but he could still hear us and so like whenever like we were getting low to like the um, six pan of eggs we had like um, cause we couldn't fit like a whole like rack of like eggs under the line uh, we would always like it, it, it was like um, I think it was like Ramirez like uh, it was it, it was like an imperfect like but he understood what we were trying to get but it was like Ramirez like uh, Quiero huevos like it's like I want eggs <laughs> but he like I think it was like Ramirez Quiero huevos aquí <laughs> like it was like I want eggs here and he would come back around like uh I, I can't remember, like, I don't know if he would say, like, herd, like, normal kitchen where if you're like, I need this, and they're like, herd. Like, I can't remember what, but, like, you could, like, he would say he something would acknowledge that you, it. yeah, he would say something that you knew, like, oh, he, like, he heard that. Um, and then, like, he would come walking around with, like, four flats of eggs. What a guy. Um, shout out to Ramirez for bringing you eggs. Dude, shout out Ramirez, man. He, <laughs> I love that dude. Um, he didn't speak like much English, but like, uh, anytime, like I went there after I left 
he'd always like I'd see him running glasses to the front and he'd see me and he'd be like hey Greg and I'd be like hey Ramirez how's it going um but I added him on Facebook and like his Facebook profile and I think I actually had to check in with him I was like is this you because it, it was just a picture of like a truck that was it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and I was like is that you he's like yeah that's me and I was like all right and I friended him on Facebook but like he never posted anything uh but, Those are always the best. The risky Facebook ads are usually the best. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And the risky, uh, like, <laughs> being in management, the risky Facebook, like, hires are even wilder. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, <laughs> like, you look at someone's page, like, briefly. At first glance, you're like, this is odd. They didn't make this a private account. <laughs> and, and then like, and then you're like, but they're qualified and you like hire. <laughs> yeah. Now my, uh, my staff would shoot on me and they're like, do you look all these people up on Facebook? I'm like, you think I'm just going to bring anyone into this, this household? Like, yeah. like we're, we're not going to like, we're, we're going to bring in some strays, but they can't all be strays. We're, we're going to vet some people. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Have to vet them out. You have to yeah. yeah, yeah. Like if anyone gives you a vibe in an interview, you go, I'm going to look them up. <laughs> 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 like, you're like, you're like, they made that one comment that made me pretty uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just going to do a quick Facebook search. Just to make sure they don't have some whack shit on their yeah, Facebook. We don't have some all right dude yeah. coming in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's just like someone's like, I would really love to work here. Uh, as long as you don't require vaccinations, you're like, that was weird. <laughs> and you look them out there, uh, their cover photo is just like, <laughs> like vaccinations or like, uh, like, uh, Nazi controlled Germany and you're like whoa <laughs> and like you're like Mark, maybe or it's like Mark of the Beast <laughs> yeah Mark of the Beast it's like maybe not the best fit for a brunch restaurant it's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if you're gonna be needed on Saturday and Sundays from yeah. 9 to 3 o'clock <laughs> yeah gosh alright <laughs> moving on <laughs> I don't think I want to start my day with this person yeah moving on are you ready for number numero dos yeah I've finished that the that felt wrong when I said that but anyway, I've finished the uh, Agua del Diablo. What What are your thoughts? I, I think it was pretty pretty good beer. I ran through. I that. like it. I honestly, we didn't do the prep work of really looking at this and thinking like, oh, maybe we should cut a lime. Well, there's a lime in the fridge, yeah. but I was like, I, f- I wanted to drink it as a beer, yeah. and I didn't want to like. That is true. It shouldn't be like they're not sold with limes. So it shouldn't be like a yeah. package deal. Well, it's like I would drink a Corona with a lime and a Modelo with a lime, but I would not drink a Corona without a lime. Yeah. I would drink a Modelo without a lime. But yeah. Modelo without a lime is still slaps. Yeah. Corona just sucks. Um, here, let's, we'll stick to the same uh, brewery. Shout out Silver Reef Brewing Company. We're oh, going to get is, fucking sponsored. This okay. is the... Uh, IPA. Yeah, Fresh and Juicy is the name. Um, it's a Session India Pale Ale. I don't know what the Session part of the IPA is, but there looks to be a frog and a boombox. It looks like he has three, or his leg is holding the boombox. But it looks like maybe the Session is the frog's DJ set. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I think Session IPA. It's a brewing style. That's what it seems. I, I would think so. 
I think fresh and well, I don't really know. I'm I'm just kind of talking out of my ass. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's what we <laughs> I'm, do. I'm looking at the label and I'm not getting anything else, and I'm just I just words keep coming out of my mouth. Yeah, no, that's that's what we're it, here for. Read the. Uh, yeah, yeah, it says uh, session style IPA. So I, I guess that is a style of IPA. Yeah, unfiltered, refreshing session style India pale ale with tropical hop flavors and a malty backbone. We've actually, uh, Hutch and I have reviewed a couple beers with heavy malt influence. And I'm starting to think that I like like malt, malt beers. I don't really... Like what's a? I mean, obviously, like a Colt Forty Five is like a malt liquor, and I don't know. I don't know what like. I think when you're about to ask me like what a malt technically is, it's a brewing style, I believe, or it's. it's I don't know. I read into it a lot when we did the uh, the Kieran Ejibon because that's uh, technically a malt, um, but I can't remember because I think I got drunk that day, but. Uh, I'm really know, leaning but, into this whole podcasting thing. Huh? <laughs> I said you're really leaning into this whole podcasting thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I run a I run a podcast called Southern Taste Buds. I'm drunk most days. Yeah. <laughs> if we're shooting, I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Which is only like once a week, but it's also like on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you work in the restaurant industry, Tuesdays can be Saturdays at Tuesdays, some point. Tuesdays can be Saturdays. Tuesdays were my Saturdays. Now, Same. Now Same. every day is Saturday. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, that might be a t-shirt, too. Live every day like it's a Saturday. You know, it's not... Um, I think I'm going to agree with you. For IPAs, like, if you... It's... Yeah. If I had ordered it as, like, an IPA, like, if I was, like, an IPA, like, snob, and I'd been like, oh, give me that one. That one sounds good. Fresh and juicy. Uh, I'd be disappointed. Yeah, I agree. But I think if you don't like IPAs, I think that's... If you don't like IPAs but you want to dabble, I think that's a good intro. And maybe that's the session part of it. Maybe so. It's, like, less, like, hoppy. Yeah, it's, it's not as bitter. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's not... It's very smooth and like light. Like it's, I mean, IPAs are heavier, but as far as IPAs, I feel like it's a little light. Yeah. As far as just the flavor is not intense. Like usually, I was I was imagining with the name Fresh and Juicy, like a hazy IPA. Yeah. Which I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we have one, or maybe I think the next two are IPAs. So we may have just backed into the perfect way to do this. That is true. From a Mixing lager to, the, I guess, the a session IPA and then into yeah. the IPAs. So. But I, I do like it. I think it's a good beer. Like, Silver Reef, at least for me, is like two for two. Um, like, if I lived in St. George, well, that's the caveat. I was about to say, I'd go to the brewery all the time. But yeah, I wouldn't because, hey, here's to all the listeners of Southern Taste Buds. Uh, you can't just go out to a bar. And get drinks in the state of Utah. In the state of Utah, yeah. You uh, one, you have to order food, which we we're starting to find out that that may it's it's the law, but it may be a loose one. If yeah, to, yeah. Uh, I found out how loose it kind of is. 
because me and Cohen's mom over here, also my mom, Mama, uh, Mama Cohen, me and Mama Cohen, uh, we went to um, went to a Mexican restaurant while you were golfing after we got back from a hike, uh, and we were like, "Oh, let's get margaritas and like some queso, and we'll." Um, pick Michael up uh, from his like tea time and um, they had local drafts uh, and it was for 60 ounces $15 but I was like oh they're going to make us order food and we've got like dinner plan and I was like I'm just going to try it and so mom went to the bathroom and I ordered a beer for her and then I ordered the pitcher 60 Six, ounces 60 ounces so you ordered her a 12 ounce beer no 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 the, the pours the drafts were 15 okay. ounces so you uh, ordered her a 15 ounce beer 15 ounce beer 60. and I got 60 uh, and they had put so down four pints essentially yeah and they had Fuck put yeah. down they had put down Utah. chips and salsa uh, and they were like and the last place that we had tried to just order beer and it was just three pints like 12 ounces or yeah, 12 ounces, right? 20, uh, 16. 16. Uh, we had ordered... Just a normal, standard 12 ounces. Yeah, just a... Uh, we had ordered just three uh, drafts, and they were like, oh, you got to order food. Sorry, you can't just have beer. They had put down... So at this Mexican place, they had put down chips and salsa, and when I ordered mom a beer and then me, the pitcher, they just go, okay. And then she went away, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I beat the system. Yeah, I beat the system. Yeah. Uh, another interesting fact about Utah, if you order a like a whiskey Coke, per se, you, uh, you can't order a double, and you can't order a, another shot of whiskey. They make you order another shot of another liquor. So you can't just, like, dump into your cup. You have to, like, you can't be like, it's for my friend. Your friend comes up, they have to take the shot. They can't walk off. off. It's some weird stuff. Utah's got some weird stuff going on with their uh, beer and liquor laws. But apparently we found a loophole. And uh, do you remember what the restaurant was called that you had the 60-ounce beer with no food? Oh, uh, Lupita's. Lupita's. Mexican Grill in Hurricane, Utah. Yeah. So if you find yourself in Hurricane, Utah... Go to Get yourself a pitcher, a sixty-ounce pitcher at Lupita's. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you the picture that I. It's a big pitcher. Yeah, it was, it's it's good. It's, yeah, because I like proportionally. It's kind of monstrous. It's and it looks like a frosted pitcher. I don't know if the pitcher was the mug for sure was. Uh, the pitcher might have been, but um, it looked very um, condensated. It was. It was. It was like wet. very, uh, very wet. It was. It was a wet picture. Uh, but the wildest thing was because because of the like the the strict like drinking laws like out here like I, I was like a black sheep there. Everyone else because I was looking around and it, like it was it like Lupita's is, was a big like restaurant like. Yeah. I think I saw one, and it was like not full, but maybe seventy-five percent of the tables were full, and they had a little outdoor seating too. I think I saw one other table that had beer at their table, and they just had pints. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's and it's 
me and mom and mom was at the bathroom when they brought the pitcher back so i just had this pitcher of <laughs> 60 ounces of beer and then another like uh mug sitting in front of me and I, and there were like ounces. families and they're looking over they're like oh my god they're oh they, they could definitely they could definitely uh yeah yeah they threw snakes at me <laughs> 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 no, they could definitely tell that I was from out of town because they were like, they were probably like, no one else out here buys like beer like that. Yeah, I know. I was surprised that the the Walmart in town like only sold thirty racks. I mean, there was like that is a weird thing. Yeah, you get thirty racks of highlight. I guess it's like it's like the Southern Baptist thing. Was like if you can drink, but like do it do it under wraps. Like, yeah, yeah, like. Well, now you're getting back into <laughs> earlier. You're like no religion. You're like, well, I guess it's kind of like the southern. Yeah, no, we do that a lot. We contradict yeah. ourselves all the time. But like, well, the the wildest thing is, so we went there because we were like, oh, we let's go get margaritas, and it was like, it was like, it was like you can't have 1.5 ounces of tequila in a drink. But if you want 60 ounces of beer, <laughs> go right ahead. Yeah, they didn't have liquor, right? <laughs> they did. They had no liquor, uh, like which was like so wild because they were just so happy to give me 60 ounces of beer with just chips and salsa. Yeah, like it wasn't even like it wasn't even like yeah, I'll do the pitcher. Oh, are you gonna order like a meal or something? And then I like over promise like yeah, I think I will. And then later after I drank the pitcher, I was like, I think I'm full. Like <laughs> like they just were like yeah, all right. Yeah, um, and we went and uh, we we're at Zion National Park yesterday. We stopped in the the lodge, and we were all just gonna get a beer. And I actually I was I was gonna get an appetizer because I was a little hungry. Um, but we were all like, yeah, we're just gonna get a drink. And the guy and it was, was just, like, it was just one, one one pint for each of us. Yeah, and we were prepaying, so it's not like we were opening a tab. It was like we're all gonna do like we're all getting a drink and we're gonna go get on the trail. And the guy was like, "Well, I just want to let you know, if you're drinking, you have to have food in front of you on your table." Yeah, yeah. He was like, "You have to have," and he he even was trying to be like smooth with it. He's, He's like, like, "You don't have to eat the food." He was like, "You don't have to eat it, but you gotta have like food." And we were like, "Okay," and like you were like, "Well, I'm hungry," and like, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, then that works out." Yeah. But I was just like, so like we just like order food yeah like, so like can i get like a, a two dollar side of french fries yeah I, I bet that actually happens a lot which um there's about to be a potato shortage so i hope that's not the case utah needs to do better and let people drink alcohol without eating food well a wild thing that we were briefly talking about um on the drive back from picking you up and having dinner was uh the fact that like when you like when you think about it because like in the south it's like so ingrained it's like where do we go out and it's like bars like you know it's like even if it's like oh we're gonna have dinner it's like all right let's go like you know let's go have a beer at this place or like let's grab a cocktail here it's like so ingrained it's like what we do it's like here it's like you have dinner and it's just like dinner gets done at eight thirty, and you're just like all right see you tomorrow yeah. or it's like you want to come over and watch house of dragons like that's it yeah like there's no there like it's like i'm sure i mentioned this in the car out it's like karaoke bars cannot exist because like no one's going like who's gonna get up and sing a song stone cold sober i mean stone cold sober or like having gonna, slammed like a burger 
it's just like full of burger and it's just like I want to sing a song you know like yeah, yeah I, I don't know yeah. why I'm giving people in Utah a country accent <laughs> but yeah. it's weird because it Utah like it feels like there should be hicks out here but I, like just the way it's like set up it's like so rural like out here but like I identify like people being in the sticks as like also like just like having a local like just watering hole like bar to go to and there's not that yeah and so it's just like i don't know who lives out here (laughs) (laughs) i have no idea the type of people that live yeah utah is very mysterious well okay southeast utah where we're at like very mysterious yeah yeah it's um yeah we don't know what the hell people are doing uh but it's interesting because where we are at in utah I mean, we're only two hours from Vegas. Like, all this stuff we're talking about is, like, unthinkable things in Vegas. Yeah. Like, they're like, what? They make you order food when you get alcohol? Is no, I, I landed two hours before y'all. I went to a bar called, it was like the Budweiser Lounge or something. Like, in the, which, by the Fuck way, yeah. the Las Vegas airport insane. Yeah, like, dude, it's crazy. You walk out and you're like, this is a mall that just has planes. Like, <laughs> like, like it did not the second I got out of my gate, I was not like I'm in an airport. There was like the wildest thing I saw. I don't know if you saw this. The wildest thing I saw was this glass caged area. Oh, the smoker thing? <laughs> yeah, it was it was like it was glass walls all around with slot machines inside and it said smoking aloud or something over it and it was uh it was was all these sad people with their luggage just like their luggage they either are about to fly out with or or like landed just landed playing slots and it's like chiefing six chiefing six in the middle of the airport and but like there's slots everywhere it's like a fucking exhibit it's like a zoo exhibit oh yeah like you could you could land in vegas and just stay three days in the airport and then fly out like and and be like i did vegas like, <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like it's really like did. i played the slots at terminal c and then i went to the smoker sections in terminal f and then i ate dinner at I this spot it wouldn't surprise me if there's some sort of like strip club in the vegas airport not at all like like that like let's not say strip club but a gentleman's club yeah the like bar I, the bar i went to was a smoking bar Really? Like the bar that I came down to meet y'all from. It it still shocks me that... um, In the airport. Yeah, but it still shocks me that airplanes have the little light-up thing next to, like, buckle your seat that says no smoking. It's like, when's the last time you were able to smoke on planes? Well, I feel like like they... uh, It's been 20 years. Yes. Well, I feel like a lot of those planes have also been in the air for a while. It's not like a... You know, it's, it's Please, you, really? you don't see a car from like 2005, like on the road, like, what's that thing still doing out <laughs> <You know? laughs> here? Like, but uh, like, I guarantee you, like, newer planes, they still have it because, like, then vapes kicked off and they're like, all right, what? Yeah, like, yeah we'll just fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, the wild, the, the, yeah, it was Did so you wild. Did your vapes, by the way? Do what? Did you fly with this? Um, I had one on me. I just know there's like a big rule on that. I don't know. Yeah, I had I one. It's more like the battery. Well, yeah, I had one on me, and then I had one that I put in my check bag, and I checked it, uh, and 
have any buh, 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 electronic cigarettes, buh, buh. And I was like, oh, I do, I, no, I do have a vape. And she was like, you have to pull that out. And I was like, right here? Like, I was like, I was like checking in. Like, she was about, literally about to take my bag off of the scale to put it up. She was like, you have to bring that out. And I was like, <sighs> but luckily it was like the last thing I put in there. And so it was like, I just uh, did one zipper and was able to pull it out. But I couldn't, I couldn't imagine someone like that had like a couple of like puff bars or something like in their dop kit. Yeah. Which also, I mean, that's just me. Like I, I probably could have said nope and then just like left, you know, like no problem. Like nothing would have happened. Yeah. But I was just like, I was like, oh shit. Like, you know, like. Well, I tried to pull my laptop out and, you know, during the x-ray thing. And they're like, she, she was like, uh, nothing out there, bags, nothing. Out, and I like, and like, I pulled the laptop out because that's normal. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I said nothing out the bags, and I was like, all right, well, th- well damn, like I'll uh, I'll put that back, and you know, it wasn't an issue. I brought like two, accidentally flew with the bag I take to and from. Um, I'll say the studio for um, professional purposes. Uh, but it yeah. has three bottle openers. Up. You mean the recording studio? Yeah, the recording studio for. Yeah, studio. it looks nice. Yeah, I've seen pictures. Yeah, it's yeah. very expensive. You all must be doing very well. Yes, uh, we um, we're going in way over budget right now. But yeah, it's okay yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, that's the. Yeah, we're trying to perceive this whole thing, this persona of us doing very well. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Tate really struck a chord with y'all. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you were like, you were like, what's <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all saw, y'all saw one or Andrew Tate. G? Is it top G? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Either. But it's like, y'all saw one Andrew Tate video and you, and you would talk to Hutch and you're like, Hustlers University, man, we got to fucking hustle. Oh dude, I was, I was one of the first 75 subscribers for Hustlers University. <laughs> and now I'm $75,000 in debt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm wanted in three states. But no, I, I flew with three um, sketchy bottle openers, and I was like, f- I, I grabbed it, and I was like, fuck, I'm just not going to say anything. Because I did that one time, I realized I, p- I brought a knife on a plane, and uh, I was like, I'm just not going to say anything. And then they like pulled me out of line, and like, this is your bag. And I was like, yeah. And like, is, do you, is there anything you should be, we should be worried about? And I was like, yeah, there's a knife. And <laughs> they don't like that in airports. So I had to pull it out, and they threw away the knife. Um, it was for work. It wasn't like a big. It was like maybe like a two inch. Did they? Okay, knife. They. Th- I wish TSA agents, because here's where my head went. Like, I wanted them to go to pull this knife out, because odds are it's not a big knife. It's just a little pocket knife. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish that, like, even it's though, even though they're it's like knowing, a whittling knife. Yeah, I, like even though they know they're gonna throw it out, I wish that they would go. That's not a knife. Like the, the crocodile dusty, like just like that quote. <laughs> like, but TSA agents have no sense of humor. Well, they shouldn't. Let's be real. It's a very unserious, serious job. Yes. Yes. It, it is unserious at most points, but when it's serious, it's like one of the most serious jobs. Yeah. I wonder... Like, if you're a TSA agent, you're, like, a bona fide mall cop. Except when someone... Just with gloves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only... Yeah, difference. with latex. Yeah, that's the only difference. Like, it's the same... I, I, as I was, like, I got... And, and we're the, doing this on uh, September 17th. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're almost a week removed from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big event. But that, that... Like, I don't know. It's... Uh, 
I was about to shit on the TSA, but now I just feel so bad. No, shit on the TSA. <laughs> you can't. You can't. We're getting on a plane, so if anything bad happens on the planes, then you know that we're on. Then it's because they it's, listen to this be- podcast. Because they're STBs. <laughs> because they listen to this podcast, and they said. You're not going to fucking disrespect me. Yeah. And then there's going to be someone that they're going to be like, where are you flying to? And then it's going to be the same flight as us. And they're going to have a, a bomb and they're going to go, oh, well, go right ahead. We can't, we can't say TSA and the B word. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had a whole tangent. No, I want to hear it. I can't remember. How are you doing on the uh, Fresh and Juicy, by the way? You're just gonna have to crack the next one open, man. Yeah. Okay. I'll. I'll, I'll I'm fine. I'm. I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys that I can have. Well, I feel like I'm also sitting a lot closer to my beer, so like, oh, the, the this one is just a pale ale, which I don't know what's. The Wait, do you want? Is there the one more silver reef? No, no, no. The they're but the next two are both squatters. Okay. All right, well, you've already said the name. Go ahead and uh, give an introduction. So the next beer is uh, from Squatters Craft Beers. Um, It's 5%. It's called Full Suspension Pale Ale. It's also another pretty good-looking can. Um, This says, uh, this rich Northwest-style pale ale is a rare feat of balance. I'll be the judge of that. Unfilter, dry hop to 40 IBUs, and deliciously sessionable. Here's that word again. It really smooths out the bumps. Ah. Very nice. Very good. Play out like on the on the name of the beer. It really smooths out the bumps. Here's to full suspension. That's what a suspension should do. What are your thoughts on the delicious, deliciously sessionable? We're gonna have to look that up. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just waiting to get the can from you. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were ready for one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, that's what I was I was getting ready to say is I'm I'm a guy I can have multiple uh, drinks liquids in front of me and I'm fine. What kind of liquids? <laughs> We'll start start naming them, and I'll I'll say yay or nay. <laughs> Piss. Uh, I mean, if I'm peeing in a urinal, yeah. If if it's a okay, I should preface half, half full Modellos. Yay! I'm not drinking that. <laughs> uh, if you sat if you sat a half full Modelo in front of me, I wouldn't go get that shit away from me. How long would it take for you for you to drink it? The half full Modelo. Yeah, like. So we run out of beer. Like, okay, okay. If you're drinking a half full Modelo, if it's someone I know, like if it's like you, you're drinking a half full, or not a half full. If you're drinking a Modelo, you set it down in front of me. It's half full and it's got a lime. I'm finishing that shit. (laughs) If some dude, well, if someone, not some dude, if someone just sets a half full Modelo, I'm not touching that shit. I don't know. I, I, COVID changed me, man. Yeah. I used to drink any stranger's yeah. beer. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. I didn't pay for beer until 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I can agree with that. 
But I'm on the thing is like if some dude, like if some girl, I, I'm gonna take my chances. Depending, I mean, there's obviously a scale there, but like I'll be like, yeah, you know, I don't know, I'll risk it. I won't, man. Yeah. No, I usually don't actually. Uh, we Hutch and I actually talked about this drinking after strangers. That's just something. Yeah, I, I next, and I don't know if it's because I'm older or if it's because um, the entire world is more um, aware that germs are real. Uh, well, there's that for like, sure. I don't want to get strep throat from drinking a beer. Well, alone. Well, yeah, that's a lame way to yeah, get strep throat. Exactly. Or if you get, imagine you were like early college and you get mono from drinking after someone. Well, yeah, it's like like no, you like it's like oh, I can't. Like it's like sorry, sorry guys, I can't come out tonight. I'm like feeling sick. It's like oh, what happened? It's like like now this story sounds crazy. Where like ten years before it was like you're crazy, but like in a like fun way. It's like damn, you're crazy, dude. But now it's like. You're crazy for doing that. <laughs> it's like, like if you're like, oh, like I was at the bar last night and like I saw this group of like people like, and they just like ordered like, they ordered like a pitcher, they poured it in, they took like three sips, so I like finished it. Like five years ago, I was like, damn, you're crazy, Cohen. Like high five to that. That's nuts, man. <laughs> now it's like, it's like, do you like, are you all right, man? Like, do you, like it's like, why the fuck would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like most people would be like. You can come out and I'll pay for your beer. <laughs> like, it's like you don't have to drink after people like to have a, a night out. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like as a cost effective way. Why else would you do it? Uh, I don't know. Like see, you, I don't even do it now when like when someone at the bar comes up to me and it'll be like one of my favorite beers ever, a Miller Lite. And I can tell that it's been barely drank out of or whatever. And they'll be like, hey, like so-and-so order this and didn't want it do you want it and it's like a stranger and i'm like no i don't yeah I don't and it's like that. it's I mean, not even really the covid thing but it's like i am too old to be getting fucking drugged and yeah. I, i'm definitely not a target but like if i were to be i'd be a very easy target because two and a half years ago i'm drinking that beer every single time well the wildest thing i haven't experienced like that so much where someone's like do you want the rest of this beer what I've experienced more is like I've like switched to like the vapes but like when I was smoking cigarettes I'd be smoking a cigarette at a bar like whether it was a smoking bar inside or like like an outdoor like patio area and people will come up and be like can I get a cigarette and I'm like oh this is my last one and then people are like can I get a dragon and I'm like are you fucking crazy <laughs> I'm like no you can't get a dragon you want to fucking die yeah I'm like I'm like I'm like no you can't get a dragon like what are you after here like <laughs> You need one puff of a of a already like half smoked cigarette to like continue the night. Reevaluate yourself, man. Yeah. Like it's like it's like. Say, did I, you think before you asked me that question what I'm about to ask this stranger? I've definitely finished more cigarettes the last two and a half years than I have finished beers from strangers. Oh, I wouldn't say strangers from. There are people I know. No, okay, that's not a stranger. <laughs> that's the exact opposite of a stranger. But I still like. <laughs> they're I, not from strangers. Well, like, well, they're people I know. Well, it's like it's like hitting someone's vape. Like I would, I wouldn't really drink after half the people that I like let hit my vape. Or no, vice there, versa. There's only there's only one time where it's like that's appropriate, and that's like if you're smoking like a joint. Yeah. 
And like it's like someone's like you want to smoke, and you go around the corner of a place and you pass it around. But if you're if someone's smoking like a Marlboro Light, and you walk up and you're like, "Can I get a hit of that?" Like like yeah, it's like are you fucking homeless? It's like it's like the person the person that asks that. Is insane for asking that first off. Yeah, they to go like, I just need a hit of that. I kind of respect. And then also the person that goes, yeah, sure, go ahead, and then just proceeds to smoke that is also crazy. Yeah, well, I kind of respect the person that asks because like they left their pride at the door. They they were like, you know what, like we're all equals here. Yeah, bumming cigs is like the one of the sacred things left in society because I was reading up on this. Obviously, nowhere like intelligible. But I was reading up on this where the reason why smokers like bum cigs or give out cigs that are bummed is because when they need a cigarette, they're gonna bum one. So it's this like endless perpetual cycle of cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but it's like getting what, what you need out of it. Yeah, but what we were talking about isn't like. It, it like when I was smoking, if someone was like, "Can I bum a cig?" By the way, can I bum that bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if someone was like, "Can I bum a cig?" It's like, yeah, yeah I pull, I pull one out of my pack and I go, "Here yeah. you go. Do you need a light?" But if someone walked up and was like, "Can I take a hit of that?" And it's just a cigarette, and it's like halfway gone, like. It's like, are you, it's like, no, like, that's like, (laughs) that's the difference between me going out to dinner with a friend and I'm like midway through eating, definitely not done. And someone going like, can I finish that? Or like, can I take a bite? And I'm just like, well, I'm not. No, I wouldn't compare the two. I would say it's like if you're out to dinner and you're like, hey, can I use your fork? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's almost the same. It's almost the same ideology. It's like, let me see that fork. And you're just in the middle of using it. You're like, what? You're like, what the f? And it's like, let me use, can I use your fork for a second? And you're like, scratch your back with it or something. Yeah. No, Ugh. I, that, that's a better analogy. Yeah. But like, hopefully we just open your mind to the, have y'all seen, um, Osmosis Jones? You need, to, you need to rewatch it. Dude, you want to talk about you want to talk about a movie that hits so crazily hard harder after COVID? That movie. <laughs> I haven't. I just remember it. I haven't watched it since COVID. But the the scene that sticks in my mind is is Bill Murray fighting over a boiled egg that this chimpanzee, <laughs> chimpanzee has in his mouth, and he's hanging on the cage. And Bill Murray has his hand like around the egg in the chimpanzee's mouth. He's like, "Give me that egg, give me that egg." And the chimpanzee spits it out and he just picks it up and goes, "Hope." And then his daughter's like, "Ew!" Which at the time we were like, "Oh, that is gross." And now we we're just like pulling our hair out, just like that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, that uh, that I kind of forgot it. That's like the whole. That's the beginning of the movie. Yeah, like that movie doesn't start if Bill Murray doesn't eat that egg. Which, Os- is, uh, which I think the point we're really trying to make is Osmosis Jones was a uh, like was a, a telltale sign of the times to come. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was the Oracle. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was one hundred percent the Oracle. That movie was fucking crazy. It's a great dude. movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, you're probably not an SCB, so don't worry about it. Definitely go and see it and become an STB. Yes.
Yes, get an STB and watch. Exactly. Watch Oscar. I feel like I need to be more. I haven't met Hutch yet. I will. I want to. Uh, but I feel like he's a great guy. Oh, I, I believe me. I've listened to. I I know. I I, I know that one hundred percent. But I feel like I'm not filling the shoes of Hutch. Oh well. Like well, here's what I mean by that. I feel like anytime you like a beer, I just need to shit on it. <laughs> well, you know. Well, we we come from. We have anytime. Obviously. Anytime you go. You know what? This is kind of. I just need to go. It it's fucking terrible. It tastes like a. He always does the sock analogy. Which yeah, I love. yeah, no, he uh, he, he almost did it the last episode, um, and then he stopped himself. He like didn't even start the thought, like he didn't even complete it into words. He was like, it tastes like a sweaty shoe, <laughs> and you were like, come on, no. we know what you, we he, know what you're. He was about. like, man, you know what it tastes like? He was like, it tastes like. And he's like, actually, I need to get off the feet stuff. And I was like, so you're, you, you were drawn to feet again? Um, but, yeah, no, that's something I've learned. Um, and that's why, uh, you know, we uh, I want him to start picking out some beers. Because he, he gave me the task of picking the beer last time. And I was like, yeah, we'll get a Memphis beer. And then I bought hams. I was, <laughs> complete left turn. <laughs> yeah, complete left turn. Um, but uh, we obviously have very different tastes in uh, beers. Which is good for the pot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> that's very true. It'd be, I feel like it'd be way more annoying to someone, like to two guys cracking over a beer going, what do you think? And it's like, I like it. It's like, yeah, me too. Yeah, like Podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, All right, speaking of which, we need to review this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the full suspension pale ale from Squatters. Where are they out of? Um, Did you say already? No, I did not say. I don't, oh, this is from Salt Lake City. Okay, so this is one of the Salt Lake ones. Um, it's it's good. It's um like the uh, the Envies that we reviewed from out of Louisiana, Parish Brewing Company. It's very similar to that. Uh, the Envie is more like a flavorful beer. Uh, this is a smoother Sierra Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Again, I think, like, out west, I guess, like, their IPAs just aren't IPAs enough. I mean, I guess this is just a PA, but... Well, like... I'm really looking forward to this next beer, which is a juicy, hazy IPA. Yeah, I'll be, be I'll be very disappointed if it doesn't have that kick of an IPA. Yeah, if it doesn't have that, like, almost, like, you, like, swallow it and the, the foam comes back up your throat. I'm not familiar, but... I'm that was a you. poor choice of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> your eyes kind of rolled back when you said that. Uh, but you know what? Actually, I I don't even know where to go after that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's good. I mean, like, I think I like Silver Reef a little bit more. Um, even though, like, neither one of those were a pale ale. Um, well, the first almost, one was an IPA, or the second one, the fresh and juicy. But I would say that this is even less intense of a flavor than the fresh and juicy. Mm-hmm. But this one, again, it said it was a sessionable, which I don't know if they're just referring to session as like you can – it might be a Utah thing where it's like, hey, this is a beer that you could actually drink 
we allow you to drink two or three of. But like, don't go crazy on us and drink four and five. Maybe. I also I want know. to say like, that I feel Squatters, like, I think Squatters is a very good brewery name. It definitely is. I just like Agua del Diablo. Solid, like, I don't know, like solid six and a half. Wouldn't be disappointed getting it. The fresh and juicy, I think if I was expecting an, like that real, like, nice, like, IPA flavor, uh, I'd be disappointed. So that was probably like middle of the road five. This pale ale, I don't know. All like the the fresh and juicy and the uh, the full set or what is it full suspension? Um, I feel like they're they're like intros. Yeah. Like I feel like if I order a pale ale or an IPA, like I want that like real hoppy like bitter flavor, and I'm oh, not yeah. I'm not getting that like that. These are kind of like the feel like the intro into like this would be like if someone really likes like like the full suspension from squatters feels like if someone was really into pale ales like really like bitter beers and they had a friend who like wasn't this would be the beer that they would be like oh try this out yeah well this is it, it's uh dry hop to 40 ibus which again i don't really know what that means but i'm pretty sure like the higher than ibu number the more bitter the more bitter I don't know it what doesn't, it, it doesn't really taste super bitter. It doesn't. Um, and that's actually, again, it may be a Utah thing because those beers we had at the the park yesterday. I had the um, the Pilsner, and it was the highest IBU, and it was it was very smooth. Yeah. Um, so I think their taste buds out here are just not what they are in the South. Well, there's a lot of white people out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's like a little bit of pepper would probably yeah. kill a motherfucker out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like any, anything, anything too, too much of anything, <laughs> people are like, you trying to kill me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah is not the state of excess. No. Yeah, they're very much so everything in moderation, which is one of my... One of my life mottos. Okay, I, I thought you were about to say one of my least favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's like everything in moderation. That's uh, it's a good thing to live by. Even moderation is good in moderation. Uh, but no, speaking of motherfuckers, this will be a good story. So we were at dinner tonight. And, oh, okay. I see. Okay. And this guy was really offended. And granted, you know, my brother and I were sitting there and we're – we're not sailors by any means, but we are uh, very colorful with our language, and nothing was said to us or anything. And all of a sudden, this guy raised his voice. It's like he's like, "Hey, man!" It's like, "We quit dropping that f bomb." Like, like blah blah. What you you'll tell it better than. All know. right, I'll put the pressure on you. Okay, to tell the story. I do I do well under pressure. Um, so. I'm not much of a storyteller. We're uh, I don't fault you for it. I think it's a skill. You can you can work at it. Um, but we're sitting outside, like on the patio, uh, at this like at like the the grill, which was like the name of like the restaurant at like the uh, golf place you were playing at. Um, we 
made reservations there to have dinner. Had dinner, and we were just sitting there hanging out after dinner, like finishing our drinks. And there was like maybe like three other tables out there. And like two of the tables had a couple people around them. And then one table, there was just one guy sitting out there. And he was sitting next to a table of like three older like people. And yeah, very white. And we were just sitting there talking and out of nowhere, one of the white dudes at the like older white dudes at the table just like yells at this dude, like loud enough to where everyone else fell silent. He just goes, Hey man, quit dropping the F bombs. All right. Like it was like, it was like, it was awkward. Well, it it was like it was like a coach that teaches a class, like yelling. Yeah, if that makes sense. Like it was like it was like put coach energy into an environment that's not a coach environment, and everyone's like, oh, you know, like kind of just like, and then everyone kind of feels quiet, and you could hear everyone going like, that was fucking crazy, wasn't it? Like it was just like, <laughs> like just like that. Like that was that was weird. And we were just like cracking up because we were just like. You made the joke of like, I'm glad he didn't hear us earlier. Yeah. Like we were just talking and like the guy was like super polite. And he was like, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, sorry, sorry. I didn't know he was by himself because in my view it was blocked. I thought he was with someone, which makes it funnier than he was, he was by himself. He's by himself. And so he was just sitting there. And so it was kind of still kind of quiet. The guy who yelled at the dude who was like, I guess dropping the F-bombs, uh, he went back to like eating and talking with his table and we were sitting there and then our mom came back out from the bathroom was sitting down and we were kind of explaining it to her. And like in that moment that we were kind of like, yeah, this guy just got mad at this dude. The guy who got yelled at just goes, I don't even think he was talking to the dude. I think he was trying to like act like he was telling a story, yeah, which is he's why on the phone. He was on the phone. Oh, okay. That's why I thought he was talking to someone. Cause I'm like, <laughs> yeah, he, he, he said it. So, he said it so loud. He goes, and then I was like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, he said it so loud to where everyone heard. And I just wanted to start applauding. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking like, that's balls. how you fucking, like, that's how you fucking tell that. And then, like, the guy who initially no, he, got he mad. He went straight Karen mode. Oh, he was like, he was like. Kick him out. Yeah, he was like, hey, can someone, can someone get over here and kick this guy? And, like, just got so Karen. And, like, and I was like, all right. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, because, like. If it was like middle of the day, oh yeah, yeah, it, it was. It's like, like it was like nine fifteen. It was like nine fifteen, nine thirty, and like things don't stay late out in Utah. So it's like nine thirty is like the late crowd, and it was just like all right, yeah, dude. Think like, of like midnight, wherever the hell you. Are. Yeah, yeah, it was like that kind of vibe. It was like there were no other tables. There was maybe one, like two tops sitting inside, so dead. <clears throat> you know, and like. Initially, when he started, like, mouthing off, like, kick this guy, I was like, they're not going to do that. And then a server fucking came up, and I don't know if they, like, talked to him, and then he decided to leave, or if they kicked him out, but he left after that, like, after the server came up. Yeah, and then he gave the, the, the sideways, like, thumbs up. He's like, this fucking guy. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. Like, over, over his shoulder, yeah, like, just like, like, like this funny. fucking and I was just like, yeah, man. But like, yeah, I was, I was mad that the guy got the satisfaction that the dude left. Yeah, like, cause I was just like, and on my way out, I kind of would have been like, it's like, yo, like, shout out to that fucking guy over there, hell of a motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't know. But I'm not big on conversation or fighting fifty year old men. 
but that was a that was a funny experience at dinner for sure. I, I just don't I don't get that shit, man. It's like I, we, I, we I were really talking did. about it. It's like it's like, dude, if you're if you're that offended by someone like speaking that way, it's like you don't make a spectacle of it that, to try to embarrass the dude or whoever. You don't make a spectacle. It's like if you're like if you're like offended by someone like dropping f bombs or whatever they're well, saying, grow the fuck up. Well, like to some degree, like I have some. It's like I have sympathy. It's like it's like just go and be like, hey, like you know, like could you? You're kind of speaking loud and like using like this kind of language. You know, is it all right? Like, you know, could you like keep it down? Because like blah blah blah. If you approach it in that way and the person is a dick, it's like all right, they're a dick. But if you approach it that way, like I feel like ninety percent of the time, someone's gonna be like, "Oh my bad, like I didn't know I was like speaking that loud, or I didn't know this or that." Like you know, I don't mean to offend. But he just went straight to like, like just like in trying to embarrass yeah, he, this he, dude. You know, he caused a scene. Yeah, he caused a scene, and so it's they like that. That dude had two. The guy who got called out had two options: to either just like completely shut up and then sit in the thing of like. Okay, that guy, like, one, like, if that's how you view it, it's like that guy won, like, you know, he, like, made me, like, he, he, like, put the attention on me to where no one else could hear what I was even saying. And now everyone just thinks I'm over here just going, like, F this and that, blah, blah, blah. Or I can just, like, take it over the top, piss this guy off more, and then bounce. And that's what he did, which I was like, yeah, golf clap to you, baller move. It's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, yeah, like if I like if I said, and the fucking motherfucker was loud. Yeah, yeah. The, whenever he it was, was like, he literally, prominent. I could hear it building up, and he like he was like, <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, like to where like our mom had just come back to uh, sit back down at the table, whipped around, like what was that? And we we were in the middle of trying to explain what had been going on. We we're like, no, no, he's he's the good guy. And like, <laughs> we we're like, he's not the villain. He's like an anti-hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rides the lines between good and bad. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Batman. Yeah, he's, no, no, he's like Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that that makes better sense. Um, uh, but yeah, that was uh, that's a funny experience. But no, I had a somewhat similar experience on the golf course. I uh, played decent today, but I uh, hit this bad shot, this errant shot. I was like, motherfucker. And like three groups, like I was like, I was like walking by my cart. Like these three groups are just like looking at me. And I was like, man, I guess you know, I guess you can't drop NFs in Utah. So if you're if you're vacationing to Utah, watch out for the MFs. Well, I'll tell you. We should um, make a sh- shirt. Um, Hutch, if you're listening, which you fucking should be, but uh, we should make a shirt that says "Motherfucking Utah." Uh, I'll tell you why. They were looking at you. Hold on. I gotta find it. The reason they were looking at you is because uh, they were so surprised to see Mr. Tumnus from Chronicles of Narnia playing golf with his oh, scraggly ass fuck beard. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. God damn fuck you. Dude, I'm actually, I think I was telling you, my buddy told me to shave my fucking beard. And I'm gonna buy you a red scarf for Christmas. God, fuck you, fuck you. 
I, uh, yeah, my buddy's oh, beard, and um, I've been looking at it, and I didn't bring a razor with me, and I'm going to shave it for my interview on Wednesday. But I've been looking at it, I'm like, you know what? It is pretty fucking bad. It's not bad from like six to ten feet, and no, it's not. It's not. I just fuck you. I kind of look like <laughs> I look like Jack Harlow in a sense, but like in a bad way. Okay, I was like, I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, I know Jack Harlow is like getting all this hot, but like, I don't think he's a very good-looking guy. But I, oh like, damn, hot thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, come on. He looks, he looks like Mr. Thomas. Jack Harlow does look like Mr. Thomas. Yeah, uh, and I guess I do too. So, um, a lot of introspection is going to happen on this flight. Um, if you yeah, if you went hiking at any point in Zion, people would be taking pictures with you. <laughs> it's like, where's your belly get legs? Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, oh, is it only in the winter? <laughs> <laughs> I'm only behind that closet. Door. <laughs> oh shit! I just like I literally. God damn! <laughs> That's <was> brutal. <laughs> I literally made that connection right there And I was just like Ooh, this one's gonna be a hater right uh, here <laughs> Damn that, uh, I feel sorry for your, uh, any of your friends In your social life that listen to this Cause that's definitely where you're gonna be getting Moving forward Yeah, I know, like, I, I'm, sh- I'm gonna go to Walmart I'm gonna make mom take me to Walmart In the morning and buy a razor No, I'm not Oh man! But the beard, like I made a, I made a conscious decision. The beard was going to come off before the interview, uh, just so I seem more clean cut. No, dude, trust me. I've, I've gotten roasted. People, I actually, I've never been roasted. I get roasted more. Well, okay. The times I've been roasted the hardest have been by like blue collar people. When I was in trade school, um, I came in one day. I always wore a hat, like every day. I came in one day without a hat. And I'm not kidding you. Everyone <laughs> was looking at me going, grab my strong hand. <laughs> scary movie. Everyone was looking at me going, grab oh my, my strong God. hand. And God. I was like... <laughs> And I was like, I, I went out to my car. I put a hat back on. I was like, fuck you guys. God bless. Yeah. Because look, look. God bless. Everyone was going, like, literally putting their hand out going, That's grab a, my strong hand. I forgot about that guy. That That is. It's a deep cut. <laughs> and it cut deep, dude. Like, I think about that shit. Anytime I'm in the mirror and I'm like, maybe no hat today. I just hear the voices of all the dudes in the trade school going, give my strong hand. I go, it's a hat day for me. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that shit hurt when they said it. God bless. And I, I put the hat on my and they were like, and they're, <laughs> and they're like, you put a hat on? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to sit in this four hour long class. Just people like stretching their hand out to me. I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Dude, I think speaking on the segue into the scary movie, I think that's the only movie that Anna Faris has, has ever really been in. No, 
Well, she's been in other movies, but I think this is the only movies that like made her career. I feel I feel not qualified to talk about <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't either. Like, I, uh, she was in. Um, like I've been watching Entourage, and she dates E or I don't know. We don't have to talk about that, but. Yeah, Anna Ferris. For whatever reason, I used to think that she was hot, and now I'm like, well, I don't know why I thought that. No, she's definitely hot. Oh, yeah, she's an actress in Hollywood. Uh, Are you pulling up her IM? Is it DB or BB? Yeah, uh, well, I'm actually just on Wikipedia. Well, she was in some... She was in the house, Bunny. Oh, uh, I never saw that. Never saw that. I think that came out at an age where I would have, like, had to get mom to buy me tickets. It was 2008. Yeah. 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 I, uh, that was one of those movies, like, I saw the previews and I was like, I need to see this. But never did. Yeah, she was in all of the scary movies. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. Good. She, she gave some good laughs. No, she's funny as shit, man. She is. She is. Anyways, <laughs> I don't want to get down this yeah, rabbit hole. Yeah, we want to go hole. down the rabbit hole. Speaking so. of house I don't want to get down this rabbit hole of, like, celebrities where it's like, who, who's hot in Hollywood? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, we already did that once. I don't know if you listened, where we talked about Leo and his uh, his underage girlfriends. Oh, uh, no, I don't think I've heard that one yet. Yeah. Um, well, you know, he only dates women that are, like... Under 25. Yeah. So I can't... I got... 12 days to date Leo and then he's gonna kick me to the curb but yeah but what a great 12 days <laughs> they'd be they'd be incredible I, I would yeah I think yeah we don't have to go down there at all but yeah I would <laughs> would those 12 days make you shudder island <laughs> All right, let's drink this last fucking beer. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah. Let's crack open the last beer and... Uh, God, I still have fresh and juicy sitting in front of me. All right. All right, so we're moving on to um, another one of Squatter Craft Beers. Um, beers. Squatter's Craft Beers Beers. It's a juicy IPA. Um, it's another It's a decent can um, I, I thought that it was like frosted I didn't realize it was like two-tone It's kind of cool uh, But this says Juicy IPA Squatter's Ju- Juicy IPA Is a fresh squeeze Glass of hazy deliciousness Packed with bright citrus And aromas And notes of ripe stone fruit This unfiltered Northeast IPA Finishes smooth, creamy And pulp-free I didn't know IPAs could have pulp. In yeah, I was about to say that's a weird thing to add in there. That pulp-free. I don't. Oh, they also say that uh, if you're pregnant, you shouldn't drink alcohol. I, I, I'm glad you said that because I was seeing this. It says this impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery, and it's like no shit. I'm, I'm a big fan. I know you're not on TikTok, but uh, like a big. The comic section, comment section on TikTok is like one of my favorites, but I love 
it's like a video of someone drunk as shit and the new like popular comment is somebody give that guy some keys some wait say that again somebody it'd be someone really drunk and they're like hey somebody give that guy some keys someone got somebody needs to get that guy behind the wheel <laughs> oh and, and it's just this like really dark humor that's like not that dark but could be really dark you know it depends on how your perspective is on the whole thing but I think it's kind of fucking hilarious <laughs> cause it's definitely ironic like you should not you should drink responsibly that's another thing we, we're both under the, over the age of 21 and you should drink responsibly yeah uh, yeah but uh, that's that's kind of been my my good laughs <laughs> It looks like you're giving me a cheers, man. Cheers. Yeah, let's cheer. This is the last last beer we got. The juicy IPA from Squatters. Um, give another sip here. That is, I think, the closest like IPA flavor that I've been missing out. That's the closest like IPA flavor that I've been like missing out on yeah and I, I still think it's and maybe it's because I mean now we're two IPAs deep um but I I think it's I mean the last two let's let's see what um Silvery says doesn't say anything about a, a northeast IPA but the last two have and maybe maybe it is a northeast thing their IPA is just yeah, more it's hoppy just, yeah it's just no less hoppy mm. you think that this is less hoppy than the fresh and juicy I feel like no it's, no it's more I'm just saying that like the IPAs in general that we've drank today are less hoppy than like well, like, yeah. an, like an Ananda from Wiseacre like oh a, yeah like those are like hoppy yeah but even just a standard IPA like uh like again, I feel like all this stuff is like pretty mild, which maybe you know, and this is like speculation, but maybe because like Utah doesn't have because like when you're in probably any other state other than Utah that doesn't have like the alcohol, huh? <laughs> I was just saying, way to isolate them. Well, like, but what I'm saying is like. When you're in any other state that's not Utah that doesn't have those like alcohol restrictions, you can diversify and like really stretch it. <clears throat> you can really stretch it to like its limits of like what you can bring it to for for an IPA or for like a pale ale and all of that because you have like like a like you know like Chattanooga has a lot of breweries. Memphis has a lot of breweries. Knoxville has a lot of breweries. I'm speaking on Tennessee because, like, that's where we're from. Yeah. Um, but there's, you know, and, like, you can go out and just go drink beer, like, um, and not have to order food or anything. And so, like, you can kind of, like, stretch it. But, like, if you're a brewery, in a state that like has those like limits and limitations on like how much you can sell or like how high of a proof it can be and all that you it's like doing only it's like doing so much with like the limitations that you have set 
to where, you know, when I'm trying to think of like how I'm trying to say this, when you have like so many people in other states, like going out to breweries to try beers, you can have something that's on the like opposite end of the bell curve. That's only going to like appease a certain group of people, but because you have the volume that's going to that brewery, you can have something that's like really hoppy as an IPA, um, or really dark as a stout even. Yeah. And like, there's going to be that clientele, that like customer group that like really enjoys that. But in Utah where that's not innate in the culture here, it's like, you can't make anything that's really outside of like, you can't really stretch it that far because you're just not going to sell any. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think that might be why like, Everything we've had tonight it's has been, been like it's been very middle of the road. It's kind of been like I mean I like I get essence of a pale ale or I get essence of an IPA, but it's not that like bitter bite or it's not this or it's not that. It's like like all of these beers. The analogy I would use is like it's like the remake of like an '80s film. It's like Point Break. Okay, continue. <laughs> you know, it, apparently it's a great action movie in the 80s, and then they remade it in the last five years, and apparently it sucked. I didn't see that. Uh, like, oh, so you haven't seen the movies, but you're, like, using it? Yeah, no, 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 I'm trying to think of a better example. <laughs> it's like these um, movies I haven't seen. Which is all, you know, it's like revamping. I read like, one Wikipedia article, and now I'm using it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, essentially. Uh, but no, it just, it's like, uh, you know, it. It seems like they're imitating something. Okay. You know, that, that, they're, that they're makes trying to sense. recreate like a thing that has already happened, but it's like, no, just do the thing. Well, that that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, as you know, like IPAs, as our dad calls them skunk beers, perfume beers, perfume beers, like, cause like the real, like, bitter and like herbal in flavor um you know imagine imagine a state filled with larry <laughs> like that's what utah is just like just in the beer sense yeah. it's like it's beautifully put. it's like don't give me that it's like i just want to drink bush light um and when you have 90 percent of the people who just want like because like there is no options to go out like, you know, if there was a, a tap room to where you could go out, didn't have to order food, you can just try beers, then I think breweries in Utah would probably expand out to where it's like, yeah, we have our best sellers that, like, you know, make our budget, yeah. but we also have these that are on the opposite end of the spectrum that we're kind of, like, wanting to make money on, but we're okay to lose money on. Like... And that's where you get like the, you know, you get like the Sierra Nevada, like crazy IPAs that yeah. are like. Yeah, they like, uh, I'm trying to think, um, maybe it's Samuel Adams, but I mean, there's so many mainstream beers that have like double and triple yeah, IPAs yeah. that are like fucking like 14. Oh, yeah. I, I, th- or, uh, I think like, you'd be hard pressed to find a double or a triple IPA in Utah because like. I don't even know if what you that don't, means. If you don't know, like, uh, well, like. Well, just in, in essence, like anything that's just like, too extreme because like there's not that culture here of like going out and just drinking beers or trying beers or going to breweries or like going or to bars. Anything. 
yeah, it's like because there's not that culture of just like going out and like um, trying different beers and expanding your palate. It's like you have to kind of like take that wide bell curve and just focus on, okay, like to be a successful brewery in Utah, we have to focus on like what's going to sell at least until, you know, Utah like reevaluates like their alcohol laws and like that um, business can flourish the way it has in just about every other state that I've like visited. Yeah. Well, Montana was actually kind of similar. We went to that tap room. Yeah, um, they were, they, uh, we couldn't have more than three or something like that. Um, which is just malarkey. Which, uh, with it Montana, I don't know if that was like just the town or yeah, the I state. Think, I think it was local laws. Yeah. I, I remember like the little card they gave us. They're like, Hey, you can only get three beers. Yeah. And it was like, if you don't like it, vote in your local elections yeah and i was like well we're from tennessee yeah so like unless i think that that might have been because that was also like a tourist town yeah but like utah because we because that was like everything we were googling it was like how much alcohol can you buy (laughs) like the second we flew in and it was like it was like utah strict on alcohol we were like okay what's the limit we can like get here yeah no Um, shout out to mom coming coming she uh like her big thing was like she was like she, she needs to get her vodka for the trip. Um, Don't say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're on vacation. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it did come out wrong, but she was like, you know, like I'm like she, she wants her deep eddies lemon and soda, and you know, yeah. and she probably buy a bottle and throw away half of it before we left. But uh, we literally, I mean, we've been doing a lot of stuff during the day, but like we have not been able to go to a liquor store. Because they have such obscure hours. I mean, I think they're only open. Well, I don't even think there's a liquor store in like the city we're in. Yeah, I don't. Or think like, so. I guess I should say like the town. town. Yeah, I don't think there. I don't think there is a liquor store, and uh, they. I think they're only open like eight hours a day. I think probably. I mean, I'm. I'm. They close at seven, like every single day. They close at seven. Well, even the shops we went to today close like, at six. Close at six. And it's what like, the fuck do people do here? It's like, where are you going after this? Yeah. It's like, we're going to go down and get us a roast beef sandwich and Arby's. And it's like, they're open all night, man. Like, yeah. Y'all yeah. can keep the antique store open past 6 p.m. Yeah. On, a, on a Friday night. Like, yeah. why is it closing so late? Yeah. It's I'm, like, y'all are right next to, like, Zion Park, too. Like, y'all don't... Stay open until eight on, like even just eight p.m. Yeah, like and the sun, the sun is still up. Like yeah, and it seems like a touristy town too. And I mean, like, uh, not the antique shop, but the other place I went to was like more of like touristy stuff, mm-hmm. right? And they close at six. Like, what tourist is going to be back in town at six o'clock? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's a very, it's like you know what Utah is. What? Andrew Tate. <laughs> I think Absolutely it is top, not. I think it is top G is what they call him. Okay, you're way deeper in this than I am. I, I'm not going to say I'm deep in it, but I, uh, I don't know. I'm familiar <laughs> with it. But I'm I'm an alumni. Yeah, yeah. I graduated. The only university I graduated from it was Hustler University. university. No, no. Uh, that was more for the bit, for the for the fun of it. Um, but no, uh, Utah needs 
be more aggressive. Well, I'm just like I would I would go out on a limb here and say they're the weakest state in the union. You just said so many statements <laughs> that I would love to dive into, but I'm not going to. Um, but no, it's just like I don't know. It's like everywhere, everywhere you go, there are breweries popping up there are distilleries popping up there's like local it's like local beer shops local like um liquors um that's like a part of like uh this new american culture that's like breaking out is like um well on top of that like i don't think utah has they probably do have medical they might not but like medical or legal marijuana and out west, I mean, they're probably the only state from where we are west that doesn't. I mean, Montana does. Idaho, I don't fucking know. Washington State, California, Arizona, Nevada definitely does. I don't know if Nevada. I don't know if Nevada has a state. Las Vegas, it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I mean, it's literally Sin City. Like, I think, I think hard drugs might be like pretty much legal there like I think I think you get caught with fentanyl and get a misdemeanor I don't know I'm just listening to you yeah no I'm just I'm, I'm just talking for the record hands. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing I'm, <laughs> I'm here as a listener to your TED talk so yeah. please continue yeah he just with your, your your knowledge your vast knowledge of legal drugs in the west <laughs> yeah yeah I uh no yeah we just have a fellow STB on the show um, listening to the, the nonsense. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit, where was I going to go with that? Um, uh, talking about um, breweries and distilleries. And oh, yeah, but like, it's, I don't know, like everywhere, like, it's become a thing where it's like, you travel... And if, if you just, like, enjoy beer, like, um, that's kind of one thing you look up. Because also, like, I feel like it's a great way to get connected to the, to the city because it's like, oh, there's a brewery here and this place and that and the other. And you go, and it's like most of the time the people that work there are, like, connected to, like, the area as well as, like, it's like, oh, you know, this restaurant serves our beer. It's like a great it's a great like center point into like where else should we go? Yeah. And you go to a brewery and it's like, yeah, we, you know, we just, you know, we're from out of town. Like we wanted to like, what's well, like, we, I mean, like breweries and this and it's that. It's a cliche saying of the watering hole, but it's like, yeah, yeah. You find the watering hole to find other watering holes. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's a sense of like, it's like, Oh, the craft in this area. Um, yeah. The sense of community. Yeah. It's like these are local people making like beer for like the locals and like, you know, if they get big enough, you know, they expand or but if not, it's supported enough by the local community. But it's very uh, wild to be in an area that has like such restrictions on that, that I like I wouldn't be able to know if like there is like a big community that like supports like these breweries or like drinks these beers because it's like 
any place I go, like they either don't serve alcohol or like, uh, like it's not like plastered in their restaurant or anything like, you know, like local brews, like here are the local drafts or anything like that. It's just like, they just either like have beer or they don't like, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like They're- a weird thing. That's like a separate, it's like, a, and most, most beer and alcohol menus are a separate thing when they come to your table, but it's really, it really feels like separate. Yeah. yeah. Like it feels like when you go into a restaurant and like, it feels intentful. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, like even gas stations, I really haven't paid like a whole lot of attention, but it, like there's not, like there's not a lot of neon, like in the windows of gas stations is like, you know, Bud Light, like there's none of that here. Yeah. From yeah. what I've gathered. Yeah, the, the really what it's coming down to that we're like we're talking about is like the drinking culture is just vastly different out here. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of exposure. It's very hush hush. Yeah, yeah. And I mean the fact that like I was saying earlier, uh, the fact that Walmart sold sells thirty racks. Like I don't know if those people are literally buying beer for a month or a weekend. Like maybe they drink a beer a day. And they're like, oh, you know, there's pretty much 30 days in a month. It's just, it's very strange to be. Um, but the selection wasn't very vast, too. It, it like, really wasn't. Yeah. It, it was like domestics. And then there was like the smallest section for what we thought was like what what normally you would see. Local beers. Local beers. But it was Kona. like every, everything we looked at was like California. Yeah, it was a Kona. It, yeah, it was That's like a it, big was, one that it was I keep all seeing. it was all California beer, and like we had to like search to find anything that was like Utah, um, and it wasn't until we stopped at that local grocery store that we found that uh, Silver Reef beer. Yeah. Um, but and then the one of the Squatters beer because they didn't even have it at the Walmart we went to. Um, yeah, it's just like the drinking culture out here is like very different. Not that it's like better or worse but it's just like vastly different from anywhere else um like like even uh i think we said this in the car like on the way back because i think the first time mom got to have like just a vodka soda was at the golf course yeah yeah the whole trip we've been out here and that's normally her like go-to drink when we were on the drive back i was like thinking about it i was like most cities when I go and visit, I love going to like, I like, I love searching dive bars and going there. Cause like you get, you know, industry people, you get like locals there who like have been coming there for however long the place has been open. You get all the vibe like that. And there's none of that here. So it's just like, where do the locals like con conjugate like in these like outer cities because I'm sure I'm sure Salt Lake is a whole different ball game but like in these like outer cities that are like a little bit more like rural normally you have like oh like this is the bar like everyone goes yeah. so you drive down the street and you see like cars and you're like oh that seems like a cool spot you see cars in like neon and you're like I want to go in. yeah yeah but like there's none of that here on the main strip anything like we we drove past main street and we we're like here's main street and there it goes like it was like nothing on there yeah um it's a very, yeah, very different life out here. Um, very different. And not saying I, I, I wouldn't or couldn't live out here, but yeah, I just, not uh, not my cup of tea. Well, yeah, you'd have to 
become like a homebody or like you'd have to I'd have to drink at home yeah you'd have to like become like the person that just like hosts like there wouldn't be any like let's meet up you know here yeah but like are there even are there even people that come to events that are hosted surely there are but I mean how do you meet people in like a professional environment like through work and like in a state like Utah you're like hey come to my house and drink beer and they're like what the fuck no I don't think it's like that like I'm sure cause like I'm sure people in the same way like you know different scenes can flourish in different environments like I'm sure that like that sort of thing happens um but there's no like public place probably because like we're we're getting into like deeper waters probably because of the restrictive laws because of like some sort of like taxing that happens and like opening like a place like that is insane it's just like not worth it yeah so that's why you don't have it out here but it does like i don't know for 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 people who are coming from outside of the state it does suck because like those are the places i love to hit but yeah i'm sure if you live life out here like it's just like it's not something you think about yeah. anyways yeah <laughs> anyways we're getting we're getting we, yeah we just went on a, a rampage there yeah uh talking about local laws um well i think we've we've talked a while we've drank um four beers for you all not what, including what we drank before right. that yeah uh yeah, yeah, that's the SCBs know that by now. Um, there are uh, pregame beers to get the words flowing. Um, but what uh, if you had to rank one, one through four? Where are you going? I'll put Ooh, you on the scene okay, first. Okay. Um, damn, I wish I'd kind of saved a, a sip from all these beers. I can do it one last review. Um, Okay, so if I had to go first, I think what I would do is, I think I I really did enjoy the uh, Agua del Diablo, the Mexican-style lager from Silver Reef. I think that would be my first. I think second would be the Squatters Juicy IPA. I really do like this one. Um, I think... sip of this uh, full suspension I think full suspension would be third and then the fresh and juicy would be last but not like last place just like out of this four just because like when I read like IPA like I want an IPA and this just didn't feel like an IPA but it's not a bad beer but if they had branded it as, as like something else, I think I would I like I wouldn't go in with that expectation. Yeah, yeah. But the 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 squatter's full suspension has a little more bite that like is reminiscent of an IPA that the fresh and juicy didn't have. But yeah. That's that's my four. Agua del Diablo, the juicy IPA from Squatters, full suspension, and then the Fresh and juicy from Silver Reef. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to go pretty much the same. I'm going to go with the Aqua del Diablo. 
um, Mexican lager as one. Um, and then I'm going to go with the full suspension as two, um, just because like it being just a pale ale, I felt like it was really good. Um, given that the squatter's juicy IPA, like it being a juicy IPA, I wanted it to be more than what it was, but it was, it was good. And then the same, same thing goes for the fresh and juicy. Um, again, saying it is like, it's a juicy or it doesn't say it's a juicy IPA, but like the name juicy's in the name. Yeah. And, or the word juicy's in the name. And I I wanted that to be more flavorful and full than it was, but I'm going to go, uh, the, Agua del Biabo one, full suspension, pale ale two, and then squatters, juicy IPA three, and then fresh and juicy four. So I mean, we're we're right in there, right in the wheelhouse. But that's uh, that's how I would do. They're all actually very drinkable, very good beers. Um, I wouldn't say very good beer, but they're very drinkable, very run of the mill. No, yeah. If you, if you I, would say, I would say they're all in like. The, the seven to like six range. Yeah, if you showed up to any party or like gathering with any of these beers, like like a, a, a six pack of them, like I don't think anyone would be like they're like they're very accessible to any flavor profile. Like yeah, any, yeah, yeah. Any, I think if you brought a sixer to any event of any of these four beers, no one that drank. You know, if, if people's deal was Guinness or only Bud Light or anything like that, I think all of these yeah. would, would get a very moderate score. Yeah, no one would be disappointed. I think people might just be like, I don't mind it, but it's not my, like, I wouldn't drink more than one. Like, if they didn't like yeah. a certain style, and, they wouldn't and on be the whole bummed about thing it. With C, but I don't think any of these knocked our socks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how you included Hutch on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, think- nothing, yeah. There, were, there. None of these beers are any beers that like I'm going to be thinking about when I go home. Yeah. Like just going like, oh man, I wish they had these out here. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say shout out to Silver Reef. The the Alba was really good. I did yeah. enjoy it. Um, that that's that's number one. I mean, we both picked it as one, but I think that yeah. is the standout favorite. And uh, maybe it's the whole thing that we drink it first. I don't know, but I would say that the three. I mean, we have pale ale and then two IPAs, but neither of those three or none of those three um, really stood out to what they were like marketed as. Yeah, that's the way I feel. Well, I feel like that uh, about wraps it up. I mean, we're we're out of um, new beers. We're gonna get back to Miller Lite, unless you want to hear us talk about that. Um, we can do that. But uh, I think that about wraps it up for our um, special bonus episode from Hurricane Utah. It is your gracious host Michael Cohen from Southern Taste Buds, and our guest host Cohen Number One. Cohen Number One. Also known as Gray Cohen, uh, the handsome Cohen. Yeah. As I have uh, been so called. The one with the less shitty beard. I do have a less shitty beard. <laughs> I will say that. No one has ever called me Mr. Tumnus. So I 
I've got that going for me. Well, you were the first, so fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> also, this beer has been very short-lived and may never see the light of day again. No, you got to break it back out for Halloween. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta lean into that and do a. Oh, southern, for Halloween. Yeah, southern, oh, t- southern taste buds episode where. Well, we're doing a Halloween uh, case race. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I might, I might be uh, Mr. Thomas, and I'm, I'm gonna make Hutch dress up as the white, the wicked witch from the West, or whatever her name is. The, it's. I'm pretty sure it's the white. I think wicked witch from the West is Wizard of Oz. Oh. I was just thinking about yeah 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 I think it's yeah. the white witch. Were you were you gonna say the white bitch like from uh, that one like oh, parody uh, movie? The, uh, superheroes or the epic movie? Yeah, the epic. Yeah, movie. yeah, that's a great film. Um, my favorite spoof movie is let's end it on that. My favorite spoof movie is uh, not another team movie. Oh, oh damn! <sighs> that was gonna be mine. Um. Okay, I think my favorite spoof movie is Scary Movie 3. And that movie used to freak me out because I hated signs, like the movie Signs growing up. Is that the up. one that's like, it leans on that and the world? Yeah, worlds. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a scary like the, one. Yeah, the Signs is like. She has a shovel. Anna Ferris has a shovel and she, mm-hmm. yeah. Signs was like Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix. And then Scary Movie 3 leaned a lot on that with, like, Charlie Sheen and, uh, I can't remember his name, um, but there, there's that scene with, uh, Leslie Nielsen, who was, like, the star of, like, Naked Gun. He's, like, the president, and, uh, there's a scene where they meet the, like, or not when they meet the aliens, but when they start, like, conversing with the aliens, um... And they're, like, understanding, like, oh, they're not here to attack. They're trying to, like, greet everyone. Uh, and then it's just, like, you were choking. Like, it's, like, they were, like, they ran up on, like, the humans, and they were, like, putting them in a chokehold. And it was, like, what, what was that chokehold? Uh, and they're, like, that's how we say hello. And then one alien goes to another, like, and they the alien puts the other alien in a chokehold, and they're, like, hello. And then the other guy in the chokehold's, like, hi. And, like, <laughs> and then... They're like, that's odd. And then the other alien is like, if you think that's odd, you should see how we pee. And then he starts peeing out of his fingertip. And Leslie Nielsen, who plays the president, goes, ah, so we're not so different after all. And then just starts peeing out of his finger. (laughs) And that's like one of the best scenes in that movie. He goes, ah, so we're not so different after all. And just starts peeing out of his finger. Wow. I couldn't think of a better way to finish that. Dude, rest in, rest in power to Leslie Nielsen. If you have never seen either of the Naked Guns, watch those movies. Those are great. Those are phenomenal comedic movies. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, I think that concludes our bonus episode from Utah, from Hurricane Utah, and we're uh, we're gonna sign off. <laughs>